welcome to the All Around Joe podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. All right, how's everybody doing today? What I've got is the intro, letting you know what's going on here, what I've been up to over the past week or so, what I've got going on this next week. In the core of this podcast, what we're going to be talking about is how to get abs, yep, how to get abs without doing crunches. So you see all those people doing abs and crunches in the gym, not getting anywhere. Well, I'm going to tell you why they're not getting anywhere and why you shouldn't be doing crunches if you want to get those abs or that six-pack popping out your belly. So we'll get into that in the core, and if you hang around for the tip section, I'm going to tell you why you should do a cheat day, yep, why you should do a cheat day, and how to use mobility in your workouts and how often you should be doing it. The crazy question of how often you should be mobilizing. We're going to answer those in the tip section. Hang around till the end and we'll get to that. But jumping right back into what's going on. What's going on all around Joe. So, super stoked about this. Headed to the CrossFit Games tonight. Going to go down to LA and check out the best athletes in the CrossFit world and see what that is all about. It'll be the first time that I'll be going down there. I'm going to go and I'm going to uh, bump knuckles with a few vendors down there, say hello, introduce myself, watch some awesome events. I got the whole crew, or at least the majority of the crew at the Stoneway, my CrossFit gym here in Seattle, headed down there with me. We got a house that we rented. It should be an awesome time. So that should be fantastic. I'm stoked to get to that. Hopefully I'll be able to get some awesome pictures and do some interviews and see what else I can get out of that uh, whole event and bring it back here to the podcast to share with you. I'm still taking the Buzz pre-workout, and I'm actually really liking it. You know, I wasn't 100% sure at first, but I am liking it more and more that I take it. It it does get me in a, a good focused state. I feel like I'm driven, and not only at the start of the workout, but actually as you go through the workout, what, something I've been noticing that I haven't necessarily noticed with other pre-workouts is that as I'm getting tired, I'm feeling better on the days that I have taken the buzz. So it's like there's something else that's kicking in and keeping me motivated and driven past that first little bump of woohoo, I can feel the stimulus effect. So buzz pre-workout going good. I haven't finished the review quite yet, but um, I'm liking it a lot. It's going to get thumbs up on, on the buzz, and I'm going to have a video coming out here shortly on that product. So wait for that. And I'm also testing, this is kind of a teaser, I'm testing the new RPM speed rope. So if you've used the RPM speed ropes before, you know that they almost jump, or they almost do the double unders for you, I should say. It's it's really crazy. I know that I, I started off with just a, a regular round-the-mill rope for a while there, and I couldn't get more than like 30 double unders without my forearms getting totally pumped up and not being able to hardly do anything after that point. And I switched to a lighter and lighter rope, and that helped, and then finally this RPM speed rope, and man, oh man, you literally only have to flick your wrists, and that thing just spins and spins and spins. It's incredible. So I have it. I'll have a review coming out probably in the next couple of weeks on the new RPM speed rope. I can't tell you exactly what's 
knew about it yet, but the RPM Speed Rope will be coming out here shortly, the brand new one, and I will be doing a review on it. So that's what I got in the what's going on section here. Like I said, super stoked to get out down the CrossFit Games, meet some of those people, get uh, get to know some people, root on Josh Bridges, Invictus athlete, and the whole Invictus team down there, and hope that, uh, that they rock it, they crush it. Um, shout out to CJ Martin at Invictus, who's awesome and does great programming for myself and a bunch of other friends of mine. But let's get moving on to the core section. How to get abs without doing crunches. So I got to tell you, I can't remember the last time that I did a crunch. It was years ago or maybe because I was playing around. But nothing, seriously, not part of my workout. And just to dive into this real quick, the reason that the crunches are not necessarily the most effective or not the most effective way to get yourself a six-pack is because the abs are designed to be a bracing muscle. Yeah, will they help you flex at the spine and get yourself up out of a sitting or a lying position? Sure. But they're designed to brace. That's how they're, they're, in, they're, they're in their zone when they're bracing. So you got to think about what exercise is going to make your abs brace the most, and that's where you're going to get the most effective workout. I mean, go look at these CrossFit guys and girls, right? They're not doing crunches, and I cannot tell you anybody in any sport that has better abs than the CrossFit people. So this is why we're going to jump right into this, try and get you out of the crunch all day to get a six-pack abs and get you doing some things that will actually get you results, get you those abs. So if you were to go and ask the CrossFit athletes if they were doing crunches, they'd probably laugh at you. Um, not to be rude, but that they would just be like, why would I do a crunch? And the truth is, the reason behind it is because your abs are bracing. So how can you how can you do an effective ab workout? Or how can you get your abs rocking without doing crunches? I mean, all of these magazines out there would probably stop selling immediately, or you know, they drop their sales significantly. If if everybody would become enlightened on how to actually get abs, so but, you know, I gotta put a quick disclaimer in here that abs have a lot to do with your diet. So once you're exercising, diet is at least fifty percent of the equation. So if you're eating junk, even if you're working out all the right ways, chances are you're still not going to get your abs that you want. So if you have them diet questions. Ask me, shoot me an email, check out the blog, follow some of my uh, my diet tip posts, and get that diet checked out. But the exercises, let's jump right in. The exercises that are going to get you the results are really the compound movements that have that keep your body bracing in the core section as you're doing them. So think about what those movements would be. If you're doing heavy squats. Okay, heavy squats. Imagine that you got a barbell on your back, a heavy weight for yourself, you're using perfect form. When you start to lower yourself, that core has to stabilize your spine. So when there's a large load on your back, and when I say large load, I definitely mean large load for you, not for anybody else. So that load has to be determined by what actual strength that you have. And uh, always you can increase that over time, get stronger and stronger, and that will help your abs over time. 
But imagine your body has to brace. Like, you'll see these weightlifters wearing weight belts. And, yeah, that does help with them to brace, to be able to use more power and strength throughout their extremities. But what that weight belt is doing is essentially the same thing as your, that your abs are built in to do. So that just gives them a little bit more core stability when they're lifting the heavy weights. But if you're trying to get your abs, you don't necessarily, you just want to you have your abs be being used for what they're there for, which would be bracing your body. So do the squats. Make sure that you're bracing with your abs. It should feel a lot, like there's a lot of intensity going on. Deadlifts, so picking up the bar from the ground to a standing position. Excellent ab workout there. Excellent. There is not much better than squats and deadlifts for the abs. But what are what I'm getting at here is these large, heavy, multi-joint movements are the ones that are going to cause your abs to be bracing the most, which is the most effective movement for them, which is going to get you the most results. Not to mention these other these multi-joint movements are going to actually get you more results and other places in your body as well. You're going to get bigger hormonal spikes so that you're going to, your body's going to be rocking as far as your hormones are going. You're going to be using so many different muscle groups that you're going to be burning more fat. It's going to be an all-around cumulative effect that's going to be more positive than doing isolation movements for any particular body part that you may have. So think about that when you go to the gym the next time. Even a bench press is a great way to work on your abs. You have to brace if you're doing it correctly. You should have your feet locked down to the floor. You should be squeezing your glutes, squeezing your abs. Everything should be tight when you're pressing through that bar. Overhead presses the same way. Pull-ups. Imagine doing a pull-up without using your abs at all. It's not advisable. So you should be doing all of these exercises that are challenging your body with weights that are challenging, and using your abs as a support for what, which is what they're definitely dominant and supposed to be doing. Lunges, great example. But here we go. I'm going to jump right into a quick program that you get that you could follow really easily. You can add other exercises to this, but think about it. That's three days a week. Monday, do squats and lunges. Just like three sets of eight to twelve. No big deal. Put some weight on them. Challenge yourself. Wednesday, deadlifts and pull-ups. Okay, again, three sets of 8 to 10 is fine, or even go down a little bit lower, 6 to 12, if you'd like to, on those particular movements. Make sure that your base is in perfect form. You will get a dominant ab workout there. When was the last time you went to the gym and did heavy deadlifts? With, I'm always going to say it, with perfect form. You don't want to hurt your back or break any of those rules as far as form goes using that perfect form if you don't know what the form is send me an email I can shoot you a video I make you a video do what we need to do in order to get the perfect form for you to be using Friday bench press and overhead press okay again using perfect form all of those three days Monday, Wednesday, Friday you have Monday squat day and lunges Wednesday deadlift day pull ups Friday bench press and overhead press you can have to exercise those if you want to but those would be the baseline or the the spine of a great workout program that's going to get you abs without doing crunches. Now, if you're a crossfitter, it's going to mix everything up. I advise you to follow you know, either CrossFit.com's programming, my own programming at allaroundjoe.com.wad or Invictus programming. 
at crossfitinvictus.com or whatever, but that's just going to mix things up. It's constantly varied. A lot of times depending on the programming that you're doing, and it may not be like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday thing, but this is an example. You do squats on Monday, deadlifts on Wednesday, bench on Friday, and then add your uh, auxiliary movements that you want to do on top of that in a 6 to 12 or 8 to 12 rep scheme for three sets. Just challenging yourself. Keep challenging yourself and your body will adapt. Cool. So if you have any questions about that, go ahead and hit me up uh, com. Trust me, those large multi-joint movements will build the abs like crazy. All right, moving on to the tip section. Why people should do a cheat day. So a cheat day is great if your diet is dialed in. If your diet is not dialed in, no cheat day for you. But if it's dialed in, meaning that you're eating really clean, you've got those carbs only working for you with the amount of energy, giving you the amount of energy that you need, not overdoing those carbs, and you're feeling good, looking good, making improvements, those cheat days where you let yourself go, have the cake, have the berries, have the burgers, whatever it may be for you, the pizza, are great because it will give your mental state a little bit of a break. You can plan around uh, social occasions that you may not be able to, you may not want to have on other days. So let's say that you have a group of friends that doesn't necessarily follow the same type of diet that you do. And those cheat days for that particular time, that will make it easy on them, easy on you. Um, What it will also do is kind of give you a hormonal reset, meaning that uh, your body will, chances are, when you're eating that junk food, will get surged with, um, like, insulin, a huge insulin, or blood sugar, an insulin spike, which your body isn't necessarily used to, and the majority of the time when it's not used to that, it will actually use it for things that are positive for you in an anabolic way, meaning building up tissue, storing more carbohydrates in your muscle in the form of glycogen, and getting you ready to reset yourself for the next day or week's workouts. So I always feel that I'm actually looking leaner after my cheat days, that my body is recharged, and that it is a complete help to and over doing a strict diet all the time. So that's why I advise doing a cheat day. Shoot me questions on that if you have them. And last but not least... In the tips section, how to use mobility in your workouts and how often you should be doing them. So, first off, go to mobilityrod.com for any kind of issues that you might be having, tight muscles, achy joints, and that stuff. Uh, Kelly started as a genius when it comes to mobility. The question is how often you should be doing mobility. Well, I like to do mobility, let's say if it's a direct body part. You, you can do mobility every single day and should be doing it every single day, no doubt about it. But let's say if we isolate one thing, like quad smashing, for example. I like to make sure and not do that more than, I, or I shouldn't say more. I like to do it about every other day. So my quads can be a tender point for myself. And I find that I get the best results from those, from that particular quad smashing, meaning having someone else step on your quads in order to break up some of the gunk that's going on in your tissue. Uh, every other day is a, a good time for me. Um, if it's less of a stressor on a particular muscle or tissue there, um, you, you can do it every single day. So some like stretching stuff, um, other type of light smashing or uh, my, self-myofascial release, like foam rolling type of stuff or lacrosse ball. You do that stuff every single day because it's not going to really break down the tissue too much. Um, 
But if it is feeling like it's breaking down a tissue growth every other day, and you should be good to go. But always listen to your body. If you have questions, shoot them over to over to me. I'll be happy to talk through, talk you through it. But going back to it, just listen to your body. Listen to your body. Listen to your body. Adapt. Make changes. Move forward. All right, guys, that's all we got here for the All Around Joe podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. Hey, guys, if you're still listening, I wanted to share something special with you. I just made a PDF that has the top five supplements that I can't live without and I want to share that with you. You can get that if you hop over onto my site at allaroundjoe.com slash top five supplements. No spaces. That's allaroundjoe.com slash top five supplements. Let me know what you think and I'll see you on the next podcast.